0: as Atticus' face. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band have wiped out the Skullcrawlers. Atticus killed Keraset himself, Marnie blasted three soldiers with one shot, and Valentine picked off another from a distance. What will happen now that they can finally approach their target? Find out in this episode of The Valentine Heresy.
1: From the personal records of Doc Tavy rest assured if anything bad were to happen we will be able to isolate the lab nothing bad will ever come out of the lab well today's the day something bad came out of the lab mm-hmm. um as you uh, deal with the uh the remaining skull crawler rather quickly marnie um atticus uh comes sort of back around the corner uh atticus did you did you take a trophy or did you
2: just kind of leave her where she fell uh, I'll bring her back in case the Inquisitor wants the leader of the Skullcrawler's corpse for any reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're heading back that way anyway, but he'll bring it back. Yep. He did say to bring her back, so. Well, he said bring her down. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good point.
1: Right. So, um, the three of you have a moment to catch your breath. Uh, a few of the workers survived. Um, not many, but a few. Uh, and they're kind of tending to their own wounds, um. <clears throat> Again, the the entire facility is in a state of high alert. Uh, a purge has been ordered. Um, so at the very least, the, uh, the factory floor is being scoured. You're not sure about the rest of the facility. Um, you're also not sure how long you've got before um, the uh, god emperor of only this um, escapes. Uh, he is likely in his office presumably thinking things are somewhat under control as no one has yet reported to the contrary that you know
3: of. What do you do? I think Valentine just kind of has like jogged out from the room that he's in and he's like, a little bit out of breath, but not really. Uh, and he just kind of looks at the other two and he's like, well, Marnie, uh, congratulations. I believe you've inherited a bolt gun. Uh, and he just points to the ground where, a, is it a Dira, Vidar. Vidar. Direphidore. He's just like, that one's yours. It's just a corpse. He doesn't know the fucking guy's name, but he's just like, there's a bolt gun and Marnie likes big guns. So he figures that's her reward for heroism in the line of duty. Uh, And then he'll turn to Atticus and go, oh, excellent work, bringing back the top half of the corpse. That'll allow us to use any sort of thumbprint or finger scanners, or if we need an eye scan possibly, oh, very, very useful. Normally I would pitch that we should go down to The armament and try to arm ourselves more heavily However, we have recovered a bolt gun And our quarry will be fleeing any second I believe it is time for us to Move on into the end game As it might be said
0: Ready and willing, sir I'll take point
3: Wonderful Marnie, have you collected your weapon And any reload rounds? I don't know the technical term Uh, Ammunition, my apologies
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this gun is mine now Let's kill some orcs and orc-drinking people.
3: <laughs> um, <I> cr- <laughs> My sentiments exactly. Uh, and I think it's just at that point, yeah, he'll just, like, let Atticus take point. Probably stay a little close to Marnie to make sure she doesn't, like, fall down because she's really fucking injured, yeah. though she doesn't acknowledging
1: <laughs> it. I, I was going to say, um, Marnie, after you-, you shoot the guy on the ground, um, you're able to just kind of quickly bandage up uh, the most egregious wounds um, that-, that have reopened. Um, I'm going to say you can regain two temporary hit points.
4: Oh, that's nice.
1: So they aren't permanent by any stretch, but you're just able to like wrap it. And I think you probably get like, it's one of those things where just like, as you're looking at the gun, you're like nodding to the workers who are like rapidly bandaging your arm up and you're just kind of like shake them off when you're ready to go. But um, as a result, you are slightly, slightly heartier. Cool. Cool so um choosing to abandon the armory given that you've kind of reaped the the maximum benefit you could kind of hope for also having seen the armaments the odds are that it would be like more of the same um, were you to raid the armory and given that you've you've kind of got a better weapon now atticus is still armed valentine is still armed you're you're in pretty good shape ah <laughs> Um the uh, the three of you take off uh down the uh the hall towards the uh the executive level elevator. Uh is there anything uh you would discuss en route, uh perhaps around how you want to approach this, keeping in mind that the only way to access Galen's office, or not Galen, sorry, uh, different game. Uh the only <laughs> way to access uh Glasgow Vikadin's office is through this sort of um VIP elevator. Um once you're up there, you might have some options, but you're not entirely sure what the lay of the land will be. Um and unfortunately, you don't have a lot of ways to get there because of the, the nature of the building. So what is what is your plan?
3: I think, yeah, probably once we get into the elevator and hear that like, bah, 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 nah, bah, bah, nah, nah, like it's there and it's like, all right, friends, normally I would say we need to be some sort of coy, clever group. However, I don't know if that's going to be an option. Our priority, more so than any or all of our lives, is that Glasgow Vicodin dies this day. If you have the shot, Take it. If we are taken prisoner, we can surrender. But if we get a chance to kill Glasgow Vicodin, we kill Glasgow Vicodin. This is mission priority one. It is our only priority. With Glasgow dies, if Glasgow dies, the Emperor lives. With him, we build a future
0: on his corpse. Do you it, understand? Hit first, hit hard, understood, sir.
3: money
4: I have my shotgun out. It is ready. I will fire at Glasgow.
3: The other thing I want you to know, Marnie, and this is a secret just between you and I. uh, And he leans in and he puts a hand on her shoulder and he whispers in her ear Glasgow Vicodin is an orc in a person costume.
4: He is an orc in a person costume who is consuming other orcs. So he is a double heretic.
3: And Valentine's just very pleased with himself. (laughs) Double heretic all the way across the sky.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think, uh, Marnie, as as soon as you hear that, like, without even thinking, you just drop the shotgun. Like, it's no longer a thought in your head. and just, like, the bolter comes down um, into your hand. Um, (laughs) The bolter is rather large. So we'll say it's kind of an an either-or situation. But I also feel like Marnie's very much the kind of person where, like, if a better toy is handed to her... The previous toy is no longer uh, needed now. You can still keep the shotgun, I, someone, if you want. Yeah. But like,
4: I thought we'd be in in like close range, so I thought the shotgun would be more.
3: Okay. Be yeah. Better. If you want to stay equipped with a shotgun, that is that is totally shotgun fine. blast groups up close, but we don't know the space we're getting into. I think oh, Valentine would point you towards the bolter and be like, "You're
4: right. No, you're right." Especially especially since yes, since the goal is to take out Vicodin, I want to
3: and he's an yes orc. concentrate.
4: And Maybe. he's gonna walk. I want to concentrate that, in, yeah, in one shot if I can. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, great. Um, so um, the uh, elevator is um, sort of like uh, it, it. It's coming up through stone, so it's clearly like a back channel of the the palace itself. So kind of up through the carved um, cave below as you you pass through the uh, the sort of um, like tourist part of the factory um there's kind of those slotted windows that you can just kind of see it shoot by um everything looks fine normal nothing's happening uh everyone's going about their business um a few soldiers the the wounded soldiers are getting their kind of like tour of the facility um and like pointing at things and getting free samples um but you realize that the uh, the kill order was merely for the uh the the secret factory um mm you are uh nearing um the uh, sort of top level uh, of of the facility when the elevator grinds to a halt um the uh the green light um that was uh, sort of in a, a grimy heavy metal circle surrounded by skulls um at the uh the top of the door is uh, has turned red and um you just see kind of a, a blinking
2: um uh panel um with a, a clear gap for a key uh, does Kerasid have the key on her torso? She does not. Uh, based on what you, you know of what the
1: Skull Crawlers are doing here, they were not meant to meet Glasgow himself. He only came down when things started to go badly.
2: Oh. then I finally drop her body. <laughs> I like brought Atticus, it into the elevator.
4: Yeah.
3: Atticus, can you open this door? And he'll just point at the front door to the elevator because he'd like to know if it's opening onto a floor or like a wall or what their options are. With pleasure. And I will attempt to force the elevator door open. Cool. Um, give me
1: a uh. Yeah, sorry one second, let me just get my sheet up here. Oh, excuse me. Give me a probably athletics. Um uh, I mean you're using your robot arm, right? Uh obviously. Yeah, I mean probably yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. Uh Flesh arm
2: on one side and robot arm on the other.
1: Um, I feel like athletics feels right for that. So, yeah, let's go athletics. Um, Difficulty of two, boost dice for the robo arm. I
2: think that's about it on my end. Okay, rolling. Wow, two successes, one advantage.
1: Um, Okay, great. So you um, crank the, uh, the door the doors open and, uh, immediately you're sort of hit with a wave of, um, of kind of like finely scented air. There's like a, a smell of incense and, uh, sandalwood and just like, so like a, a pretty pleasant smell, um, because of your advantage, uh, you are fully aware and catch, uh, sight of uh, the small cylindrical object, uh, kind of rolling in from the gap. You realize you're, you're probably, the elevator has stopped kind of with like a, uh, like a four inch gap um, uh, to the actual floor you want to be on uh, through which someone has just rolled a grenade. Uh, however, you do have two points of advantage. So I'm going to let you roll a, um, either a cool or a coordination to try and straight up, like prevent this thing from getting into the
2: elevator. Uh. They're the same. Uh, I'll say uh, coordination. Cool. Uh, gonna no be coordination. coordination, Tom. Sorry. I said no coordination. Not cool. Oh, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> this is this is what I say before a grenade blows us all up and our, our elevator car plummets.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got you. I got you. Um, so it's going to be difficulty of uh, for you, Sir Four, uh, because you are holding the elevator doors open as this happens. Um, this is going to be a real feat if you can manage it. Um, it's not going to happen like this. I'll give you
2: two boosts for the advantage you had. That's generous. Um, I'm going to use a story point cause yep. uh, I'm, I'm not in good shape here and we don't want to, we don't want to be <laughs> sealed in a vertical coffin. <laughs> do,
4: do I recognize the type of like grenade? Is it one that can literally be like, I, you can like, if you can hold it and like basically put the pin back in as it were
1: (laughs) uh no it's not one of those like safety grenades (laughs) if that's the term that has like the piece you have to release like pull the pin release the handle
3: toss it's it's 40k baby everything's weird and janky tom i know what valentine would do and the answer is he would hold for a quarter of a heartbeat to see if atticus can keep the grenade out of the elevator and then he would act if Atticus can't. Fair enough. All right, I'll allow it. Um, All right, so Atticus, go ahead and roll, please.
1: Here we go. Wash. Hmm. The grenade rolls in. You try and catch it in your teeth, um, (laughs) but uh, uh, unfortunately uh, it's just a little too much mustache and it uh, it slips past you. Uh, (laughs) Valentine, what do you do as you notice him fail to prevent the, the grenade from entering?
3: valentine would grab marnie and throw her onto the grenade
1: yep that sounds about right uh marnie um would you allow this or would you uh try to resist
4: well i think i think marnie would like she would be kind of ready to like she's always in combat ready mode so I think this is one of those things like almost like a baseball's rolling towards her and she's going to like was going to like bend down and like basically catch it and toss it back out.
1: Right. Okay, great. So, so as you bend down, he just shoves you down onto it.
4: Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
1: okay. Um, so Ryan, I'm going to need athletics. Uh, we're going to say difficulty one because she's leaning over to pick up the grenade. Okie dokie. Um, yep. That's that's about that's about it on my end. <laughs> That's four successes and one threat. Great. Uh you you just fucking shove Marnie down. Marnie, what do you say as, as you go down?
4: Um. Uh, I think it just says, Why are you helping like this? I was trained for this shit. Uh,
1: at which point the grenade explodes.
4: <laughs> I'm dead.
1: Um, <laughs>
5: Alright, Space Marine, that's right, it's me, one of the biggest, toughest orcs in the biggest, toughest war in the galaxy. If you think that you and all your other beaky boys are going to come in here and fight us all for the Imperium or whatever, then you're going to need a hell of a lot of help. And you're going to need it for Patreon.com slash dice. I hear for just one of your Imperium dollars, you can join a Patreon-only Discord and talk all about your Imperium nonsense with other fans. Or you can add names to the shows. You can even add characters. We don't need any characters here in the wall. We got plenty. But if you want to add one, you can for only $25. Of course, to do that, you're going to need to rev up that sword, aren't you, Marine? Oh, wait, no, don't, don't do it. No, no, don't do it. Oh, wow, it's charged up by the power of patreon.com slash Dice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Curse you, Spice Marine!
1: A green mist uh, begins to fill the... uh the elevator as uh, the uh, the gas is released, um, and uh, with a, a pleasant ping, um, the doors begin to try and shut. Now, Atticus, you're still holding them open. Um, do you do you attempt to keep them open as as the chamber fills with gas, or are you going to turn and kind of deal with that situation? I'll keep them open and I'll say like, grab it, like yeah, yep. Um, okay, so. I'm going to need uh, athletics this time. is going to be difficulty four uh, because the doors are actively fighting you now, not just kind of being passively cranked open. Um, and you can hear uh, sort of in the room beyond you, someone swearing and like mashing a button. Um, you're like, fucking, come on, just fucking close your
3: goddamn doors. Um, um. Can Valentine lean out and just try to pop whoever's through the door over Atticus's head? Because I feel like he'd try. Uh, You can try.
1: So you've got like four inches to play with um, and you have to get up and over him, but he is short. So you can try, roll me a perception first. This is going to be a difficulty of uh, four because of everything that's going on. And I'm going to burn a story point to make this worse for you.
4: Tyler, the look on your face, like, why are you doing this? (laughs)
3: I was going to say, he does have bionic eyes. So would that help him with the gas and shit it getting would. in the way? It would. Uh, I mean, the gas is getting to your lungs
1: is more the, the issue the <laughs> eyes. Uh, it's felt like a... Yes, sorry. I should note, all of you
2: are beginning to feel the uh, hallucinogenic effects of the...
4: Uh, Ooh, fun. I,
2: I have uh, I have respirator lungs. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, so you are not feeling it. You're not feeling a damn thing. Part of, I had like lung scarring... Uh, growing up on a radiated out planet like uh, Pubius, uh, uh so it was seen fit to replace my lungs. Um, I can survive without air three times as long, and I have. I'm sorry, I'm just scrolling through this thing. Yep. I have. I can reduce the difficulty of any airborne toxin uh, survival check, or Great. any sort of airborne toxin like. Okay, nice. yeah. so that so that raises. Just, a good- I, I just want to basically put that out there as like worst case scenario. If this thing stays in here with us. I think Atticus holding the door open is just going to put his face to those four inches, suck in a big lung full of fresh air, and then close it, and then like we'll deal with it. Okay, amazing. That's, so that's, as, that's as if it doesn't make it out, as
1: you're taking your your drag of breath, um, uh, Valentine, you go to shoot. That said, oh well, then I get shot in the back. Of the head. No, 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 <laughs> no. no, like no, it's, no it's, I keep going up and over you. He's got okay. around. Um, uh, <laughs> Because I was sorry, it's four inches high, but it's like the width of the doors what? Like you're, you're forcing the oh, doors open right, enough okay. that's probably like two feet or something. Uh so not all the way open, but like part of the way open. Um, Ryan, before you roll this check, I apologize if you've already got it all queued up. Um, let's roll a, a survival check against the gas to see how affected you are, because this may lower the difficulty if you are kind of doing all right with it. Okay. So, so, like realistically, as, as an inquisitor, I imagine you would have been would have been like, you know, the Princess Bride, like <laughs> your dread pirate robber style. You've probably yeah, been exposed he's... to a bunch of this shit. <laughs> so okay. um, what's the difficulty? I'm gonna say uh it's the gas canister has just fired and Marnie is on top of it. So the survival check is gonna be two. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give you a boost for what I assume to be your training. Um and you have your iron resolve, right? Yes. You can take Tempered
3: will, which just lets me remove setback dice.
1: Okay, so that might be important on the next roll. It's not important on this one. Okay. Cool. I believe we are at uh, one in three in my favor. I'm
3: good. I don't need it for this one. Right. Five successes.
1: Cool. You're all right. Nice. Uh, Marnie is Marnie's screaming, I'm dead. <laughs> um <laughs> uh is is blocking a lot of the the gas dispersion uh out of the gate so i will knock your shooting challenge down uh your perception check rather down to three rather than four cool uh sorry it'll be two because it's you're unaffected by the gas and you're just looking you're not trying to shoot yet so two one purple one red no setback no boost on my end.
3: Three success and two advantage.
1: Okay. So peering in, um, you can see like a um, sort of a massive um, uh, circular room. Like think uh, almost like one of those like 360 hotels. Um, it's clearly kind of a tower atop the, the superstructure of the factory. Um, and uh, it is it's like, it's a pretty large space. Um at a, a, a distance, uh, looking back, you can see a man in a, just like a, a velvet green suit, um, just like mashing. Like, it's kind of hard to see from, from your angle. You can see like his leg, he's behind the desk, so you, you don't have a clear shot on him. You have a partial shot on him. Is clearly mashing the button while looking back in your direction. Um, and uh, you hear him just kind of yell over his shoulder like, Don't worry, I got this. Oh yeah, I shoot that motherfucker right wherever I can. Like, <laughs> yeah, fucking cap that ankle. Um, okay, so this is going to be uh, at at long range, based on how awkward this is. So yep. difficulty of three. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you. I'm not going to give any setbacks for the gas because you you've rolled successfully on the uh, survival check. Um, he is behind heavy cover, so that's going to be two setbacks. Okay. Um. And uh, he has uh, an additional setback for you from his refractor field. Nice. Um, that's what I'll have. I'm not going to let you aim on this because I feel like pushing no, I, and getting. Over I wouldn't with... even ask. <laughs> I no, I know. I, yeah, I'm, this is mostly just me thinking out loud. Um, that's about all I've got. And I will uh, spend a story point to to cock this up a bit more for you.
3: Cool. I'm also going to spend a story point because if he heard that accent and he knows that this is the closing room, he's heard a few announcements and that's close enough to Glasgow that oh, it's this is clearly could... Glasgow Viking. There's no doubt in your mind, like, asshole in a
1: room. Um, like, this is clearly, and like, on the, like, the, the like, it's very clear this is the VIP floor. Um...
3: All righty. Tom, yep. I got a pitch for you. Okay. It's a crazy pitch, but I think it's what the Inquisitor would do. Mm, the first time a crazy thing has happened in this game. I'm not sure if I'll allow it, but we'll see. <laughs> would you give any advantage if he were to extend his arm through the door over Atticus to perhaps get a better shot, but if the door closes, it definitely closes on his arm, and that's bad? Yes, absolutely. Yep, risk Done. for reward? Sure. Yeah, how
1: some do you want to do it? Some kind of bargain, some kind of... Devil's bargain, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um I'll say give yourself a hmm. I think we'll say boost. That seems low for that amount of risk. Let's bump it, let's treat it like a story point. So bump one of your, your greens up to a yellow. Okay
3: i'm already at three yellow so i'll add a green but that works sure yeah that's fine yeah because normally valentine is incredibly risk averse to himself but this is if i can plug this guy it doesn't matter what the fuck happens just the emperor lives so yeah yeah yeah. no this all Mm. tracks to me all right let's see what happens in the biggest role i've ever rolled in the history of the valentine heresy the odds to be clear are not good (laughs) <laughs> but we are going to see what happens because there is faith in the emperor. So much faith in the emperor. Are you singing a song? Is there like a does Valentine have? A I thing? don't. Oh, I don't even know if he has the time. I think all you get is they're like for the because it's <laughs> fucking all happening <laughs> yeah, so yeah. goddamn fast. <laughs> oh, this is a weird one, Tom. You're gonna like it. I have six advantage, three failure, and a despair. Oh. Okay. Um
1: you snap off the shot and miss. Uh it blows a chunk off the side of the desk. Um and um you you hear something um but it's muddled uh by the sounds of the doors slamming um with um what atticus you feel as they start to sh- to shut like it's it's like a mag lock. Like it went from being like just standard pressure to just like, so you pull back Um, Valentine. uh, You do not get your arm out in time. Um, And uh, you feel the, uh, your, your arm snap at just above, just below the elbow uh, before it's sheared off. Um, You fall backward into the rapidly gas filling elevator. And because you rolled so tremendously badly, Um, you hear, um, a telltale sort of like, um, and the elevator begins to fall. Um, that said, you've got a bunch of advantage. So as all of you, Atticus, you've got your, your, your breath in your lungs. Like you're good. You immediately start looking around for kind of what you can do. Um, Marnie, um, you kind of roll over and throw the grenade at the door and it kind of like bounces off a blood smear where Mm -hmm. Valentine was Valentine. You've kind of fallen back, um, holding your stump, um, going into shock. That said,
3: does any of your like inquisitor
1: training shit give you correct?
3: I, I remove any setback dice, uh, like a, a setback dice be inflicted by critical injuries, disoriented condition, or fear. Like he's right. basically designed mm-hmm. to just always have a brain.
1: Yeah, great. So as as you're, uh, as the, the pain is, is overwhelming you and, and the elevator begins to fall, you realize you'll be of no use to any of this, but you thought you heard something because you rolled so much advantage uh, just before the door is <laughs> closed. And luckily for you, Eugene is always listening. So as the elevator begins to fall and Martin and Atticus begin to figure out how to stop this, this tube of death from plummeting all the way to the bottom. Um, Valentine, what is your kind of like, play it again, Sam, line for, as you're <laughs> gushing blood from your severed arm?
3: Yeah, I think he's immediately like pulling off his belt to to tie Tourniquet off his it. one arm and it's in his teeth and he's just like, Eugene, play back the last
0: 30 seconds.
1: Um, and as, uh, as all of you begin to feel that sickening feelings in your stomach as, as the elevator begins to plummet, um, you hear uh, Glasgow Vicodin say, I got it. Uh, at which point uh, a voice behind him says, far too late, Glasgow, followed by the sound of a gunshot and a scream. So the elevator begins to plummet, you feel some sense of, of uh, success because although you missed him, Un-Inquisitor did not. And with the entire Inquisition party plummeting to certain doom, a small smile breaks out on your face, Valentine. The Emperor always provides. Now you just need to figure out if you'll provide a way out. This episode of
0: the Valentine Heresy features Ryan LePlont at the Ryan on Twitter as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Atticus Weiss. Laura Hamstra at E.L. on Twitter as Marnie Schwarzenberger and our game master Tom McGee at McGee on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra and the Valentine Heresies artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C Our theme song is The Hordes" by Megan McDuffie and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R available at freemusicarchive.org
3: Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long the Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser. Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald. Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters. Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed eric williams logan fire on friendly great dane and jill and noel Laplante. if you want your name to be added to this list you can join our patreon too at patreon.com slash dumb dumb thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you
0: the fable and Folly network where fiction producers flourish greetings people of earth my name is schmo brannigan I have hacked into this RSS feed with a promotional feature for the Wizard Scroll podcast, transcribing in 3, 2, 1. Hold on, let me unfurl this Wizard Scroll real quick.
3: Fire! When out of... Baba Boy. Nowhere, ten humongous scorpions had surrounded the campsites, tails outstretched. Hello, welcome to McDonald's. Uh, can I get take your order? As it
5: says, what are you going to get? I don't uh, know what I want. I'm going to get the double... Triple. uh, Lobster! Uh, I'll take one too.
0: Two McLobsters? As if on cue, the camera panned
3: upwards, directing everyone's attention towards the giant hot air balloon presently taking a pass over the stadium.
1: Holy mother of sassafras!
2: It's Cargon! The Uh, Destroyer!
1: uh,
2: Leaving into the frame!
3: Part of
0: the wizard scroll is available on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, and wherever else
4: fine podcasts are found. This concludes today's promotional feature.